Hello, my name is Mikey Barge, and this is the podcast from the Greater London Youth Foundation. And this is the Greater London Youth Foundation presents The Mikey Barge Show. Each week, we will talk to young people who are doing great things in their community or how they overcome failure or problems and so on. What have they learned from life's lessons that they can pass along to everybody? We will also talk to some adults who are doing great things for young people in their community sometimes too. Our sponsors are the John Lyons Charity, the Big Lottery Community Fund and Harrow Council. We would also like to thank the Young Harrow Foundation and Voluntary Action Harrow Cooperative. It's not all serious stuff, I promise you, but we take everything seriously sometimes. If you want to get involved, our details will be in the notes. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Mikey Bar Show. Today we are talking with Leisha Visani, who is an auditor. Yeah, auditor. Don't worry, I'm not getting audited just yet. I am talking with her about finance. And how to get in the industry, where that can lead you to in society, because it's got so many doors. Look, finance ain't all about money. Sometimes it's about learning, growing, and developing as a human being. You might have a financial career if you listen to this next podcast, because we're going to be breaking down how to get into finance, how to follow the career path in order to get you that ching, ching, ching. Right now. Hi, I'm Leisha and I am from London. So currently I work as an audit associate at one of the big four firms. Wow, you're going to have to tell us about that. An audit associate, what is that and what are the big four firms? So an audit associate, I think, is very difficult to describe in a few words, but you're kind of making sure that companies are sending out the right information for their shareholders. So you're checking through their financial statements and making sure they're not lying. I know this sounds very boring, but I promise you it's not as boring as it sounds. Um, and the big four firms, so they're the four big accountancy firms globally. So um, they usually, so I joined on a grad scheme and a lot of people usually join through a grad scheme because they provide training contracts for um, accountancy exams as well. Okay, so why did you pick account audit auditing in the first place? Where has this come from? How did you even get into this then? I think it picked me almost um, because as a graduate, I think you apply to everything under the sun and you kind of try your hand at everything. And audit was something I didn't know too much about. I'd done a couple of weeks of like work experience previously at a few of the other firms as well. But um, I think it was just something where when you apply to jobs, they kind of accept you on what you're most aligned to. So if you're able to make it through the process, you kind of think maybe this is for me. And I think audit is something you don't know much about until you actually start and get hands on. It's quite a practical kind of job rather than um, something that you can kind of explain to someone. It's like I'd have to show you what I'm doing. It's very difficult to say yeah, I do this day to day because it sounds so monotonous, but in, in reality, no two days are the same. That's what I want to talk about, your day-to-day process. So what is it like on a day-to-day, um, yeah, your day-to-day activities being an auditor? What's that like? So, well, right now we're all at home, working from home, but usually you work from the client site. So there's some cool clients that KPMG work with um there's like costco for example well everyone has a different opinion of cool but i find costco quite cool (laughs) um and there's like major car brands there's formula one team so it's you work from their sites 
So I think you get a change of scenery every so often because you're on different clients all the time. And it's it's quite nice. Um, and day to day on the job, it's kind of you check different parts of their financial statement, make sure everything is in adherence with the law. You make sure they're not lying about anything. It sounds very boring, but when you're doing it, it's a lot more interesting because you're it's firms that you've had of or even if you haven't heard of them, everyone has a different way of accounting. It's quite interesting to kind of see the differences and see how broad it is really. And I think it's triggering a lot of people because I'm coming from an actor media point of view and I've seen auditors in media. For example, I think it was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. A gentleman came to the house and Hillary looks at Uncle Phil and goes, are we being audited? And I was thinking, <laughs> what is that word? What is that? What does that mean? Um, I think I've seen it in Wolf of Wall Street. He was getting audited, right? So I, I see what you mean. There's a lot of, you're on the field. It's very frontline. Yeah. So cool. Um, what advice then would you give to someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? So I think with a career like mine, so when you join one of the big four firms um, on a graduate scheme, you are studying for one type of qualification usually. So when you join an order, you're usually studying for the ACA, which is an accountancy qualification. And I think try your hand at anything. So if audit doesn't seem interesting to you and you want to go into finance and you want to join a big four firm, there are different kind of divisions within there. So you can do deals advisory, you can do consulting. So see what is kind of best suited to you and go for it. And usually the grad schemes are three years. And if you really just hate what you're doing after three years, you can kind of transfer within. But my advice would be try your hand at everything you can. And in finance, a lot of people um, kind of think the big four is the be all and end all if you want to go into accountancy audit kind of thing. But there are so many more firms that provide you with this qualification. And I think the qualification is the bigger part of it. It's the stepping stone. So if you do want to go into bigger firms, if you do want to go into kind of career changes, the ACA qualification provides you with that. So I think rather than focusing all on the name of a company or which really does help. I'm like, I'm not going to lie about it. It does help. But joining somewhere small and getting the same qualification is really, really helpful too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you heard that listeners. It doesn't have to be one of the big four and there's loads of alternatives out there. How can you find those alternatives? So um, a Google search can do it. So you just have to kind of have a look through the different options. There's loads of options. It depends what qualification you want. It depends what kind of industry you want to go to because there's some places that offer you the qualification through industry so you can work at a kind of normal business and they'll pay for your accountancy qualifications if that's something you're more interesting in interested in sorry it does sound interesting you've enlightened me about this so let me ask a little cheeky question how much do auditors uh make then is it quite a um lucrative position is, is this quite something that can keep going up and up and up how much do they how much do they sort of plan to earn you kind of every exam you take kind of takes you a little bit further so every year you kind of earn a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more and then once you qualify it's kind of the world's your oyster you can stay within the firm which a lot of people do so you can keep progressing until your partner and I think if you want to find out how much they earn it's just a google search because um that's quite public information, I think. Hmm. But um, whereas if you want to go into industry, you're able to kind of leave and become a financial controller. You can become an accountant, as like 
a regular firm. So you can, it's totally the world is your oyster once you qualify. The qualification kind of helps in terms of salary. But I think a lot of people think you have to be quite academic to go into one of these kind of, um, not firms, but like industries. You, people think you have to be quite academic to go into finance, which is completely not the case because there's school leaver programs. And that's something I wish I knew a little bit more about before I went to uni. But um, there's many paths into the world of finance. Good advice. And can I ask you in this case, what is your biggest failure and what did you do to learn from it? I think my biggest biggest failure was, it's a cliche, but I would probably say when I got my A-level results, um, I had high hopes and they did not meet the hopes I had. So I ended up getting BBC, which is not awful, but at the time I thought it was the end of the world. I thought the world's coming crashing down on me. And um, I managed to get a place through clearing that Queen Mary. And I think that's one of the best things that could have happened to me. I think now looking back, it's a blessing in disguise because the memories I've made and the amazing opportunities I've had, I don't think I would have had elsewhere. And it's been such a diverse place. It was such a learning experience. And I think through there, I, I realized no matter what grades you have, no matter what happens, you can try anything because Queen Mary is still a Russell Group University. And with my grades, I did not think I could get into a Russell Group University, but it was just picking up the phone and trying. And then I kind of had the same attitude with job applications because KPMG required three Bs at A-level and I have BBC. But I was like, what's, what is the worst that's going to happen? They're going to say no and I can apply elsewhere. And I think um, when it did work out, I was like, wow, I think it's like you just have to try with everything. And the worst that happens is they say no. So um, I think my biggest failure was my levels, but um, it kind of turned out to be a blessing in disguise, I think. Yeah. And just to confirm, what were those A-levels? BBC in, what did you study? Um, I did mathematics, economics and politics. Mm -hmm. So these were, and and to ask you again, maybe it's the same sort of question, but what's one thing you would wish you known before you began the auditing uh, side of career? What's one thing you wish you known that? I think I wish I knew there were ways to kind of do it without going to university because I've come out with like £50,000 in debt, which I will be paying for a very long time. But um, had I known that there were other paths such as school leaver programmes where they kind of take you on straight out of school, you're getting a salary straight out of school at the age of 18 and the grade requirements are much lower. So it's kind of more open to more people. And it's something that I think schools frown upon. I think they kind of want the stats to be this many kids went to university. Whereas the smart thing to do, if you know you want a career in finance and you know this is where you want to end up, you want to have an accountancy qualification, join straight out of school. You get money for it. (laughs) You get paid every year and you kind of, you progress faster than someone who graduates. So someone my age who would have done a school leavers program will qualify one year before I do. So it's it's the smart path, but I didn't know much information on it when I was doing my A-levels, when I was, and had I known that, my BBC would have got me into a, into a lovely firm had I tried, but I didn't know that was an option that I could have gone for. Mm. So true. I was going to ask you, um, where do you see yourself in the next five years from now? I think, I don't want to plan too much. I think that's where things have not gone to plan in the past where I've had an ambition and I've wanted to reach it. I think 
I had so many plans about I want to go to this university, I want to do this. But now I just, wherever the world takes me in five years, I'm happy to go. Um, hopefully I'll still be maybe doing auditing, maybe not, maybe traveling, maybe not. Well, hopefully traveling if COVID allows. But um, I think I'm just trying my hand at anything I get the opportunity to. And it is one of my last questions. You've probably seen a lot of wisdom within the firms or just the way that people do business. You're like, oh my God, see what this person just did. They just, you know, ripped off loads of people. Is there any kind of truthisms that you can bring to us now that you've kind of seen so many different professional careers, so many different ways of doing operating business? Is there anything you're like, watch out for this? Or I didn't know that so many people do this. Anything like that? I think something that I thought was it's a more corrupt world than it is. Um, I think nice I think people make out the financial industry to kind of be so bad, so morally incorrect. But when you join, you realize, especially in the practice of audit, you're making sure people are doing the right thing. You're making sure people aren't lying. So I think um, it kind of helps my moral compass, make sure that I don't feel too bad about what I'm doing. And I think it's like it's fulfilling knowing you're helping people put the truth out there rather than in like doing something bad, which I think is what's portrayed about finance in the media and like directors being paid X, Y, Z. But I think in the real world, um, well, in audit specifically, I think it's a lot less like that and a lot more about focusing on these firms and making sure they're putting the right information out there, they're complying with the law and it's a lot less corrupt than i'd imagined i think oh, that's good news to know that is there's a bright side you're kind of on the good side of things you're like the good witch if it, <laughs> not to put you on a magical term like that but i think there's you're doing great work and it's absolutely excellent where can people follow you online where can they find you online if, if you have anything to, to share your story maybe they have some questions for you yeah um or maybe a job i'm happy yeah. i'm happy to connect with anyone on linkedin um it's just my name Leisha Basani. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah as people with any questions or anything I'm always happy to answer them I think it's a very confusing kind of world trying to go into finance so Mm. any questions I'm happy to help with thank you so much for your time today thank you no worries wow that was another exciting episode you know it find me on YouTube find me on Instagram Please follow me and follow the work that I'm doing. I'm dropping some gems and all of you are subscribing and all of you are supporting. And this is probably one of the most amazing times in history and all of you are a part of it. And if you want to come on this show, I'm not going to be stush. I'm actually going to reply to you. So make sure you get in touch with me right now because this year we're expanding. This year is popping off. This year is going down. Hit me up next episode. Bye bye.